0: Hey guys and welcome to the SA Club Minicast, a short bite-sized podcast for you to consume on the go. First question we got, Chris, so far. For service accommodation, what is better, houses or apartments? Obviously, I think we both have pretty strong views on this particular subject. I'll let you go first.
1: Yeah, but I think we have slightly different views for different times. Okay, so I really like apartments because A, low maintenance. So this is purely from an operational perspective as well. they lower maintenance if the block management company is aware, so they should be going through the correct procedures, and they're on board, you can have a really, really good relationship. And usually the rental um, price, if you're doing rent to is quite low. So But me, capitalising on loan workers, more of a contractor, corporate client, seems to work quite well. So I think apartments really like. Houses on the other hand, perfect. I think you can maximise your potential for guest capacity. You've got the added disadvantage of obvious maintenance issues, but the guest capacity factor really, really comes into play if you've got a kind of a three to four to five bedroom house and you can maximise kind of the living room for sleeping areas and things like that. My preference would be Post-Covid apartments, I think there's a lot of money to be made in the apartment sector. It straddles both the kind of hospitality and the contractor market very nicely. Lower maintenance, lower lately, is my answer. Over to you, Ben.
0: Cool. Well, thank you for that. That's an interesting take. Obviously, I I do mirror, mirror a lot of your thoughts. I think I'm going to call it the kind of bottom line up front. I prefer houses. But I also prefer apartments, and I'll give you my typically cryptic answer. So what I actually mean, I prefer houses, or should I say I prefer freehold. So I like freehold properties, and most houses, not all, but the vast, vast majority tends to be freehold. But you also get, clearly with a block of apartments, you get the freehold on that. So I will... When I'm saying I like apartments, I like blocks of apartments where we have the freehold. So yeah, as Chris was saying, actually, yeah, both can be compelling in their own rights. Houses I like because the logistics tend to be easier. So in terms of actually getting a guest into a property remotely, house, you whack up a lockbox nice and easy with an apartment. Often the block management company won't be happy with you whacking up lockboxes willy-nilly. So you have to look at alternate options such as key nests, meet and greet, yada, yada, yada. These things are all quite complex, whereas having a good old-fashioned £15 lockbox on the outside can make your life so much easier. I think with houses, proportionally, they're cheaper typically. You tend to get more actual ground space or room space rather in a property for your rent than you will with an apartment. So I think in from that regard, the bigger the properties with houses especially, they tend to work out better numbers-wise, especially if your target market is the professional kind of business market then they're obviously quite price conscious. The numbers tend to work, which is quite cool. But on the kind of flip side, houses tend to be kind of one deal at a time. It's not very many people, I imagine, that have got like entire rows of houses. So it tends to be a house here, a house there, a house there. And that's great. And you can scale with the kind of house model. But going back to kind of what Chris is saying, actually with apartments, clearly you can kind of operate And get multiple units in one building and if you're really rocking, you can be getting the entire apartment block and then yeah that's the way to really chunk up and build your business up quite quickly so yeah i'm overall the biggest fan of getting apartment blocks freehold if not i think that there are quite a lot of complexities with individual apartments be that lease restrictions block management companies lots of neighbors etc that can cause apartments to still work but be more management intensive so yeah as per usual a bit of a complicated answer but
1: yeah those are my sort of two preferences really what would you say ben from a bookings perspective is the most sought after during lockdown and post lockdown
0: well the, the short answer to that the most covid resistant type of property that we've experienced and obviously your mileage may vary depending on where you are in k but for us the property that sort of stood the test of time has been the three four bedroom house consistently throughout this entire period like something with its own part own off-road parking decent sized three four bedroom property has been the one where the numbers have worked the best and arguably the occupancies work the best as well we're only seeing a small slice of the pie with um kind of where we operate but yeah that's my answer to that so i don't suppose that's the overall answer but obviously from our perspective that's what's really kind of stood the test of time but obviously lockdown it's going to end at some point this is going to end Mm -hmm. and then we might well be back in a position where it's the apartments that really sort of fly. And we've seen that before, obviously, sort of during last year, kind of during the staycation period, apartments were absolutely roaring along. And even in some of our other places, even outside of kind of the staycation boom, they were still doing pretty impressive numbers. So I suppose what we've managed to do in answering that one question is pretty much muddy the waters more than I think we've cleared them. But both can work. It depends. And, yeah, I prefer houses and blocks of apartments. I suppose that's where we are. Cool. So next question then, Chris. I think we kinda bottomed that one out nicely, is um it's twenty twenty one, is now a good time to get started in SA. I'll throw that one over to you. I must admit, let's be honest, we get variations on this question pretty much every week, but seeing as it's 2021, it's a whole new year, so we've got a whole new way to spin it. So go on then, Chris. What are your thoughts now with where we're at? And let's probably give some context. Clearly, England's now in lockdown. We here, here in Wales have been in lockdown for a while, so this is kind of like same old, same old. But obviously, all of England's decided to copy suit, and so now the UK, by and large, is doing lockdown. But equally, we've got vaccine coming in. So like with those real new factors sort of since we've entered 2021, what do you reckon in terms of people getting into S.A.?
1: Uh Yeah, honestly, I, I believe it is for a couple of reasons. I think we've talked about quite extensively, really. The first one being that the UK has to bounce back and the economy has to bounce back. To be able to do that, people need to move around the country. With the onset of the vaccine that's just around the corner, fingers crossed that goes as swift as possible. I think that we're going to see a kind of phase through the months here where February, I think the vaccines are still going to begin to be rolled out. I think people are still going to be in that lockdown period as we start entering into March, April period, I think we're going to see a kind of a release of that to just stimulate that economy a little bit more. The vaccine will take hold with regards to the rollout. I think as we start in April, May time, I think we're going to really start to kind of see an uptick, especially in the contractor sense. And then hopefully rolling into June and July then into the hospitality. So we've expanded as well as we could through COVID and various lockdowns. I don't see any reason whatsoever that 2021 is going to be any different, if not better, is my honest honest answer. Cool.
0: Thank I mean, you, Chris. I mean, yeah, obviously, that's it. It's almost a million dollar question, isn't it, in, in many ways. But equally, it's all, yeah, these are our assessments. I mean, I'm kind of obviously of a similar vein. Chris and I speak about this a lot. Last year, we're in a position now where we can kind of write that off. And I think in many ways, a lot of us want to, not just for SA, but more generally speaking, clearly. But... I kind of personally sense now the light is very much starting to appear at the end of the tunnel. It doesn't mean we're out of the woods yet. I'm just trying to think. Of, I'm going to weave in a few more cliches as I go through this. But I've got two good ones in already. Um, Great, <laughs> win Um That's it, thank you. Um, <laughs> but as Chris said, with the vaccine hopefully rolling in and having a positive impact um sooner rather than later, with this lockdown obviously being imposed now, um hopefully, just obviously again, try and help really get a handle on things. At some point this year, and I can't say when, I kind of, my personal opinion now is it's going to be, I'm hoping like sort of spring, early summer, I think we're going to see a definite shift in the balance. So I be at the moment, there's still quite limited demand because obviously no hospitality, people only really working away from home if they have to. As the lockdown sort of hopefully starts to get lifted in their various forms and there's more just general confidence because the vaccine hopefully will obviously um, be having its sort of measured impact. At that point, there is going to be more demand. That's going to be balanced against the fact that a lot of hotels aren't now doing sort of what they do or of doing so in a far more restricted manner. A lot of people that would have got into service accommodation have chosen not to, and a lot of people that were doing it have also got out. So I think we're going to see some really crazy numbers at some point this year in terms of like what we can charge for say, and occupancy. We're going to have another staycation boom, I think, in the fairer months this year. My hope and prediction is it won't just be for a month, which is what we saw last year but we had that kind of crazy period in August, and then it all... Literally, summer holidays ended and it all went quiet. I think it's going to be a lot more sustained. And, yeah, anyone that's in a position to sort of um has got some units and is also in a position to scale, can really kind of hopefully make hay, or money, rather, while the sun shines. So, yeah, one more cliche, manage it. That's all good. So, yeah, any thoughts on that, Chris?
1: Uh, no, I, I just think to kind of expand on, is 2021 a good time to start SE or to build SE or to carry on building current SE? I think right now is probably the right time because myself and you are in that stage where we're kind of building now in readiness for our predictions. Obviously, we have no crystal ball, but we're constantly in assessment mode, tracking the news, tracking other service accommodation providers and news articles, and hospitality sector throughout the entirety of COVID. And I think what we did last year and what we're continuing to do this year is to build and build and then, as you rightly say in your cliche, make a while the sun shines. But I think now is the time to build, and we're continuing to do so. The profit margins are obviously lower. The demand is lower in full lockdowns, but in different tiered lockdowns, it can be slightly, slightly higher due to the you know increased movement of contractors, etc. So yeah, I think now's the time. Agreed. It's um finding a business model that works now when things arguably couldn't
0: really go much more against kind of the hospitality industry. But if you can make it work now, and you can, because we're not sort of rocket scientists and we've managed to do it, then you're going to have a business that will then, when there's more demand, be able to really sort of take advantage of that. And you can use that kind of period to really grow where you are. So it's a bit of contrarian investing advice, I suppose. But yeah, my opinion, my opinion, is opinion on it, uh, massive disclaimers, but let's hope that we're um, right, That's all I'm going to say. Thanks very much for listening to this episode of the SA Club podcast. We hope you found it useful. And if you want to connect with us more, check us out on Facebook at the SA Club or on our website at thesaclub.co.uk. We wish you all the best of luck with your service accommodation journey. And remember, if you want success in life, create win-wins. Thanks, guys, and take care.